0: Hello, this is Rob Tebbit from Boxing Social in association with Betfred, and I am delighted to be joined by... Fabio Wardley! A spectacular performance, second round
1: win over Richard Latte. What did you make of your performance, Fabio?
0: Yeah, I was happy with it. Happy with it. Um, like I said, I wanted to, going into this, I wanted to get some more rounds, wanted to get some more time and, and whatever else. But, like, like, like the old cliche is, not, you don't get paid for overtime in this business, so got the job done and get out of there and go home.
1: First round, stood in there, took a few, fainted, worked things out, what was the first round like? Did you feel
0: any of his power at all? Yeah, definitely, he caught me with a good, I think left hook on, uh, or maybe right even, if it's on the other side of my head. <laughs> uh, he caught me with a good hook or a good shot or whatever else while I was, I was, to my own kind of admittance, I was being a bit lazy on my feet, I wasn't as light, It wasn't as just floaty. Um, But that woke me up and and got me going and got me moving a bit more and then I stuck behind that jab a bit more and then got more to that just clean boxing, stood up nice and straight and and got in there and and got behind my boxing.
1: Talk to me about the second round, one or two people on Twitter questioning the legitimacy of the knockdown. Um, Don't know if you have heard
0: anything about that, but what did you make of the knockdown talkers for it? Uh, I haven't seen it back yet um, and I'll watch it back myself, but to me... (coughs) It went exactly as I planned, like I, I stuck a nice solid jab in there and I saw his legs go a bit, I saw a little bit of wobble, so I stuck, a, I stuck another good jab in there and a big right hand behind it, where it landed, whatever else, if it, I don't know, glanced ahead, head, glanced the glove and hit him, whatever, I, I did my job at the end of the day, I got him out.
1: Boxing, inevitably people are going to compare your performance to that of Nathan Gorman, to that of Daniel Dubois, you got him out of there quicker, can we take anything from that?
0: No, no, because it should, to me it's stupid. <clears throat> because then what are you going to say? If I if I got him out in, in nine rounds, does that make me better than Nathan, but worse than Daniel? Like it's not, to me, boxing isn't that cut and dry. Like it's not as simple as saying, oh, he got him out then. So that means he can beat him and beat him. Like I'm not the man that beat the man that beat them. Like it's just bullshit to me. So. You're like all it is is all I look at it for is what it is. I beat Richard Larty in two rounds, and and whatever anyone else did with him is irrelevant to me. It's about me, my own development, my own performance, and just moving forward. It's
1: been a hell of a year for you. Um, there's been opportunities uh, for for people that have come up. There's not been as many opportunities, as many dates as we've seen in the past. You've taken them with both hands, but you're kind of now in this position where where do
0: you go next? What sort of level of opponent do you want to fight next? We just have to keep moving. We have to keep moving forward. Like I say, I want decent level opponent. There's no, I have no interest and me and the team don't want to go back to fighting journeymen and building fights and whatever else i want good competitive fights now where it's a tough challenge and i've got to, i've got around my stripes with it that's what we're looking to do is, is earn a few stripes in these next few fights i've
1: seen david Adelaide has posted a tweet saying that this is the type of fight that he wants is that a
0: fight that interests you <laughs> david Adelaide has been like since he started he's been calling my name and look he's a he's a young prospect coming through and that's and that's what you do to get your name out there but he's fights away from me he's five six fights away from me he's not ready for me just yet let him build let him take his time and I have, no in, I have no problems with fighting him whatsoever, but I know Frank's not gonna let him anywhere near me, so it's a bit of a waste of time.
1: You've impressed everybody all week with how cool you've been with, with taking everything in your stride, not just this week, but throughout your professional career. You look like you're really
0: starting to relish being on this big stage now. Yeah, I'm loving it. Like I say, when you first get here, and I, when I came from where I came from in terms of small hall shows, and there's no cameras, there's no Rob Tebbit interviewing me. <laughs> I'm a, it's, it's a completely different atmosphere and a completely different vibe. But now I'm here. I've been here a few times. I'm four, five, maybe even six fights in of, of this kind of environment, and I'm more comfortable, more happy. I'm like in the bubble and stuff. I can let more of my personality out because I'm more just comfortable around everyone, and, and I'm like just enjoying it so much.
1: Word on the man behind me, your trainer, Rob. You have a very unique relationship. Um, how much credit does he does he deserve for getting you to this point in your career so far? And try and be nice to him for a change.
0: Absolutely zero. <laughs> <laughs> he just turns up sometimes and I was the pads. I did the rest. But, <laughs> but no, 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 no. He's um, instrumental. He's, he's like, he's, he's the left arm to my right arm. He's... We've done this together all the way through, and it's been me and him since the, and not since the beginning of my boxing career, but literally since the beginning of the first time I ever picked up a pair of gloves. That's been my guy. He's been with me in the corner. We've been here up and down the country sparring everyone. We've, we've done it all together, side by side, and, and he's my guy. And like people will see it in the bubble, we, we're like a we're like a bickering couple. That we're always going at each other, we're always always taking the piss or doing whatever else. But that's our relationship. We we play hard, but we work hard too we
1: spoke a few weeks ago on the boxing social podcast please watch it if you haven't already about your massive traveling support well not traveling here tonight but your massive support back home in ipswich i know how big they are because they've been threatening to kill me all week what message have you got for them who are all raving about
0: your performance all over social media and would have been watching you tonight thank you just like from the bottom of my heart thank you because Like Eddie said out there, thank you, 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 no, not you, move to the side, him, there, you as well, and you, yeah, you guys, like, thank you, because without you guys, there is none of this, there's none of me, there's no, I don't, I don't get to be in these types of places on these types of shows, because ultimately what you need to do to make a a big impact as well when you're starting out is sell a lot of tickets, when that was a thing, and when it was, they were always there and always supporting, so I can't, I can't thank them enough, like I say, we're from, Ipswich East Anglia most of the shows are in London or wherever else and they're more than happy to do the journey and that takes a lot for people and they're more than happy to spend their cold hard money as well so again from the bottom of my heart just just thank you to everyone you keep performing like that and Eddie's going to have to bring a show back to Ipswich I think he is sometime soon we're going to have to hook something up but I think definitely is, is my kind of thank you to everyone that I've said before I do want to bring a show to Ipswich and just say look guys, all you've got to do is step out your door now, you haven't got to travel, travel 50 miles up the road or whatever else. If a show goes to Ipswich, will you protect me? <clears throat> no, you deserve everything <laughs> you get you he's been berating me for weeks on there <laughs> I'll look after you a bit, I'll give you a pass
1: Fabio Wardley, real pleasure, not just today, but throughout the week and this year. Congratulations on a very, very successful 2020. You've taken the opportunities as they've come and you've impressed everybody. Congratulations again on another brilliant win. And as always, thanks very much for speaking to Boxing Social.
0: Cheers, mate. Thank you very much.
2: Fabio. Sorry. Wow, this camera. <laughs> Congratulations, and what was a big step up on paper, absolutely emphatic. From the first round, it looked competitive, but mm. a brutal finish, just talk us through it.
0: Yeah, definitely. The first round was, took some adjusting. Um, I like to I like to use that first round to gather information, figure out my opponents, see where gaps are, see what's going on, just analyze kind of the whole situation of things. And I did that, took a few shots on the way of doing it, but that's all part of the game. Like I say, a bit of that chin check kind of thing was ticked off for me that, I can I can take a bang and it's not gonna do me too much bother. Um but yeah and we, we got through that first round. I I kinda figured out what I was gonna do from then onwards. Um and I stung him with a few jabs and I always saw that them gloves always came straight up front in front of him, so I thought stinging with one, come around the sides, and that was the plan and it came off perfectly.
2: You said you wanted some good rounds in the build up against a tough and durable opponent in Richard Latte, but it ended up being an early night, which is just testament to your power, I guess. Mm. Yeah, um but
0: pros and cons to it, obviously. Like No one's ever gonna grumble at an early night's work. I get to go back and chill out now, but ultimately for the longevity of my career, for me to really feel comfortable in that ring against high, high high-level opponents, I need to start getting those rounds in. It needs to be tougher tests. It needs to be stronger people, more durable. But at the same time, I've ticked that
2: box of, do I have one punch power? He went 10 with Gorman and four with Daniel Dubois as well. So just talk us through that when you make the obvious comparisons, you're passing these tests with flying colors
0: yeah like i say them, them comparisons are obvious they're always going to come does me knocking him out in rounds quicker than daniel mean i'm better than him does that mean i'd do the same to daniel it's boxing's not that cut and dry it's, there's a lot more to it and and i i take it for what it is i beat richard Lighty in two rounds and i'm happy with that performance i did well and that's it that's all you take from it we
2: keep moving we keep working What I think is admirable about about you is you're all about seeing what level you can reach, seeing what you can achieve in this game. That's what really excites you, isn't it? Moving forward, a tougher challenge each time.
0: Yeah, massively. It's It's all about progressing. Like I say, everything I'm doing now is just step by step by step. I try not to get too carried away with what I can do down the line in a year, in two years, whatever else. It's about today. It's about tomorrow. It's about just moving forward at my own pace, staying comfortable with everything, staying on top and just keep pushing myself in this sport.
2: Nine KOs from 10. Do you still feel, though, given that lack of amateur experience, you're still very much learning on the job and there's so much more to come, isn't there, Fabio?
0: Yeah, of course. There's, there's still so much distance between me and a lot of the, a lot of the heavyweights out there now. I'm, I'm top 10 in, in the English rankings, and, or the British rankings, sorry. And if you look at me and the people in front of me and the, the amount of rounds they've had in comparison to me, there's a lot of gap. So there's a lot of space I still need to make up in terms of being in the
2: ring and sparring and whatever else. So I'm not naive to that at all. But you wanted to put in a good performance and finish him. So in terms of performance satisfaction, it can't get much better than that for you. No, 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 not
0: at all. That's that's what I wanted to do. Like I say, there was some I still said there's question marks around me in terms of things I need to do, what I'm like in the later rounds. Do I have single punch knockout power? What am I like when I take a shot? And I took I answered maybe two, two or three of those questions. So there's still questions there to tick off and just let people know that no, I'm, I'm a serious thing. I'm, I'm here for the long haul. but.
2: It all comes to time. You talked about in the build-up as well, with a few British heavyweight rivals perhaps turning down fights for you. Do you feel you're becoming a bit of an avoided man in the heavyweight division?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not going to help me at all, is it? I should have I ran around a bit more and um, and made it look a bit tougher for me. But like I say, it's, it is what it is. If them, if them fights don't come then and there's just no way to make them, then if people still don't want to fight me or do whatever else, then fine, we'll look elsewhere. There's... Ultimately, there are some people who don't want to fight and there are some genuine fighters, some genuine boxers out there who don't
2: care, who will just get in the ring and who we'll, we will meet you there and we'll find those people. Eddie's talked about being perhaps one more fight away from the British title. Is the plan to have a little bit of rest, get back out in January and have a huge 2021?
0: Yeah. yeah, enjoy the rest of November, chill out a bit, have a bit of fun and then straight back to the gym in December, crack on and get ready for January. Because it's been a,
2: an amazing sort of few months for you, hasn't it, really?
0: Yeah, like it's been a, like as much as everything's been going on in the world and everything that's been happening. Twenty twenty has been a great year for me. Like aside from everything else that's been going on, boxing-wise and my career-wise, it's been a it's been a great year.
2: Brilliant. Congratulations, Fabio. We look forward to seeing you back in the ring very soon. Cheers, man. Well, thank well done. you. Thank you.
3: Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt. This is Coogan Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. Delighted to be joined by Fabio Wardley. Scored a second round KO win over Richard Lighty. First of all, how are you feeling? Yeah, great. Good performance. Happy with it. Buzzing with everything. I'm in mean, a good place. Really happy. Were you expecting to go into this fight to kind of give you some potential rounds? We, we know he's been durable during his career. So were you going into this fight with that mindset?
0: Yeah, of course. Like This was what we looked at Lati for. We've seen that he did 10 rounds with Gorman. We've seen we went four or five or whatever with, um, with Daniel and stuff. So we know he can, he can hang around for a bit and you can really get some rounds out of him. And that was the plan. But didn't go that way,
3: unfortunately. Um, I'm not sure if you've obviously you've just come out of the ring, whether you've had a chance to actually watch uh, your punch back, but I, I've watched it back a few times. It seems like um, the glove where it was being blocked it had a lot of contact, So we say. So I don't know, did it feel like it was a clean punch or did you feel like you connected with some of his glove?
0: It felt like it went through quite cleanly.
3: Yeah. Like I said, I set it up with a jab and I, I twisted my body through.
0: So it's not like I'm I'm watching the punch on where it lands. I'm just throwing it and making sure it hits the target. And to me, it did. So. Whether it cuffed his glove and bounced off and smacked him in the temple, who knows? But I did my job at the end of the day.
3: Was it important for you, like I said, to make a statement? You're only 10 fights in. It's still quite early in your career. But to have a KO win like that over someone like Richard Larty only puts you instead and the fights are only going to get tougher.
0: Yeah, of course. They're only going to get harder from now. The opponent's only going to get better. They're only going to get more skillful. And that's the way we want to move is to more difficult fights, bigger fights where I can... Be on a bigger stage and a bigger platform, and, and like like Eddie was saying there, move to some bigger titles like the British and whatever else.
3: Um, obviously, there's Dylan White and Povetkin, which is going to be at the end of uh, January. I'm assuming that you'll be on that card as well, having only done two rounds today as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. We're getting we're getting straight on there. Like I say, I want I want to stay busy, and I'm I'm very very lucky to be managed by Dylan, who's able to get me on cards and get me on matchroom room bills and get me out like in a in a period where boxers haven't fought for a year year over that. I'm now, come January, I'll be out three times. So I'm very lucky and very fortunate and just thankful. Do
3: you feel like even though you're kind of double the fights with someone like Alan Babbage, Alan gets a little bit annoyed when people start kind of questioning, you know, after only five fights. But we have to remember he has only had five fights, but you've kind of had double the amount of fights, but people will naturally still ask questions about you. But that's quite normal at that stage of your career anyway.
0: Yeah, I think... Babich is is a great character and he's very prideful and if you say something towards him that he doesn't agree with you're gonna you're gonna know it whereas with me I'm like I can not care less I know what I can do I know what my abilities are it's just about taking the right steps the right processes to get there and that's it like whether you say I'm, I'm not this I'm not that don't worry just sit in your seat take your time
3: I'll get there just relax you can only do and put out what's in front of you and you've been doing that and you and Alan have both been doing that so you are answering questions as you're going on.
0: Yeah, of course. We're we're both it's, it's almost like we're both victims of our own success. Like people want me to be in there for nine, ten rounds of Richard Light and come out with a bruised face and a bloody nose and then they'll give me some credit and be like, oh well yeah, yeah you might have done it right there. Whereas like look if I get the job if your boss comes to you and you work in an office and says do you want to go home at one, you're gonna go, yeah. The same thing if same I same pace, stay
3: till five, yeah,
0: yeah. Or, <laughs> oh, no, nah, we, we want to make sure you're a hard worker, so I want you to stay here till eight. Like, come on, like, if I get the job done, I'm going
3: home, yeah, no, absolutely. Well, listen, congratulations onwards and upwards, and uh, well done to Team White <laughs> <laughs> Victorious <laughs> here. Um, have you heard from him? I suppose you just come out the ring, so yeah, you probably he called me this morning, I was having my
0: little nap, um, so I didn't. I didn't answer it, but then I I called him back and he was in the middle of his sprints, but he sent me like a a welcome video, not a welcome video, a good luck video and whatever else and
3: took the piss out of me a bit, but it's good, that's what he does. Fabio, Wally, congratulations and we'll definitely catch up with you again soon. Cheers, mate. thank you very much. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial Um. advice on all your debt.
2: Alan, congratulations. Uh,
0: Different opponent, but same result. Just talk us through your performance tonight and how happy you are with it.
4: Well, I'm very happy with this performance. Tom was in very good shape, actually. It surprised me. He took a lot of punches. A lot of hard punches. I think I broke both of my knuckles on his head. So, yeah, (laughs) it was... Pretty hard punches, and uh, I'm very happy. But listen, this is what I do. I can do 10 times better than this. You just gotta, gotta give me the dance part. You know, I can't dance in Tom Little. You know, he said he's gonna go to war, like I told you before. Everybody says that. Everybody says that. Nobody does it. So I really want something. I want a I challenge, you know.
2: Do you feel that you are making
5: improvements fight by fight?
4: Yes, of course. Listen, I was in no way, shape, or form like, uh, uh, how do you say, before, just very like nervous. There was no nervous at all, like I'm walking in a park. I, I feel like Metroman, and uh, Mr. Eddie Hearn are my family. I really do that and I would I would do everything for them. You know, if they sent me to do something, I'll do it. <laughs> Nobody has to know it, you know. <laughs> so I really feel like I'm home and everybody's like it's isolation, is it's hard. It's not hard, I'm enjoying. It. Every second I enjoy it. The food was a little bit awkward, but other than that I enjoyed everything.
3: That's a
1: great
0: trip review. Um <laughs> You said before that it was important for you to better other results. Philip Hergovic did it in four. Daniel Dubois did it in five. You did it in
2: three. Is that what you <laughs> Again, wanted to
4: achieve tonight? Of course, I did. I won in the first round. So, but Thomas, I did shook him up. I think two times in the first round, but he was so hard. But that just shows who I am. Now you saw, he is too stone heavier than me. Like I told you, he has nothing to do with boxing. He does crossfit, I do boxing, I do none of those stuff. If I do badges then that, I will be 170 kilos. I don't need that, no, I'm perfect. I came into the bubble with 101 kilos, and I naturally go down. Savage doesn't want that weight, what can I do? I just be there, you know.
2: Yeah, I think we all learned. don't sort of disagree with the Savage. Promoter Eddie Hearn, obviously Dillian's managing Alan, but from what you saw tonight, do you want to
1: get
3: him uh, back out
6: sooner rather than later? And will it be another step up? Yeah, listen, he's been the most uh, busy fighter in lockdown so far. Three fights, um, obviously fight camp and then uh, Kennedy and tonight as well. And he'll box again on the uh, white Povetkin card. Looks like January the 30th. And he does need another step up. One thing I will say, and he scared me with these comments at the press conference was people always keep you know, asking questions about Alan Babbage. And there are still questions to answer, but you have to give him the credit for answering them time and time again. You know, people said against Dale Winters, you know, this is, this is a big step up. He destroyed him. Niall Kennedy, this might cause him some problems. He destroyed him. Tom Little, oh, he's in great shape. You know, a lot of people in boxing felt that he could cause an upset tonight. He destroyed him. So there are still answers because we'll never know till he steps up to those levels but he's cruising past all these levels and he's really really exciting anytime you get a heavyweight that goes in there like a wrecking ball and just destroying people it's oh, great cool. tv old school heavyweight small old school heavyweight and they're willing to fight anybody so you know there's massive fights out there i mean look we all know that a fight with filip hergovic outdoors in croatia is a fight that would shut as the soon as the down. fans go
4: i want that you know. fight but i want the fans I want, I want everybody to see him fall you know so of course please. but listen Dylan lost. White
6: Dylan White will give you give okay, you the road, okay, but Philip okay. Hergovic and you is a big fighter. He's move he's up right up in the world rankings. You've got a lot of levels to go through, but you're cruising past the levels. Yes. So now we have to go up to a bigger, stronger, heavyweight for him to make more of a statement. I think he should move to ten rounds. You know, a lot of people are saying, oh, after two rounds going like that, he might gas out. That was in the third round. It looked like he could have done another ten of those at that pace. He's going to be very difficult if he keeps that relentless work rate going. He's a small heavyweight, he's going to fight some big guys. Again, there's a lot of fun to be had. But for now, and I'm definitely going to do it, you have to give him credit for cruising past these levels. Yeah,
4: all Thank credit. You. Thank you, Eddie. It means a lot to hear something nice. I just keep knocking people out. <laughs> to be honest with you, and I'm petrified of you. Let's
2: not get into that again. It's been a long week for all of us. Well done, Alan. Thank you very <laughs> much.
4: Thank you, Eddie.
2: Connor, congratulations. And still, WBA continental welterweight champion. A brilliant performance. Just talk us through it.
5: That's what is there to it, you know, I just stuck to my boxing, um, was hitting him with some hard shots, he's a tough guy, just went 12 rounds with Sean Porter, and I think I beat him more convincingly, you know, I didn't lose a round, and, you know, it, it, was, it was an okay night's work.
2: Great hand speed, great variety, shooting the jab from the hips, and lovely work on the inside as well, you made it so uncomfortable for him in there from the opening bell and never allowed him to get going.
5: No, nah, do you know what, I've had harder spars than that, <laughs> not being funny, I've had hard spars. You know, I've been sparring with middleweights, super middleweights. have been doing, you know, I have to get three middleweights we me sparring. In 18-ounce gloves I wear. While they're wearing four wings, I wear 18s. So, you know, when it comes down to punching power, if I ain't going to bang them out, I'll wear them then.
2: Miller, as you touched on there, was coming into this fight, having gone the distance with Sean Porter, it was always going to be difficult, wasn't it, to get him out of there. Credit to him. He, he was very tough and he showed he had a great chin tonight.
5: That's exactly what he'd done. He's a former world champion. So, you know, I expected nothing less.
2: In the build-up, Connie, you talked about putting the Ben name back on the world stage where it belongs. This was your night to break out onto the world map. Do you feel that you did that tonight?
5: Most definitely. You know, stayed cool, composed the whole ten rounds. You know, and I could have done fifteen. Could have been like an old-time fighter fighting fifteen. You know, it, was, it was nothing to me. You know, I'm not even. I'm barely breaking a sweat now. You know, he tried, he tried it on the inside, I beat him to the punches on the inside. He tried it at range, I beat him to the punches at range. It's quicker, faster, stronger. People think their experience is going to get to me. What experience? Juicy Cueva got banged out in two rounds. And if they want to go 10-12, I like boxing for
2: 10-12. We know that there's always going to be critics, and in, in your own words, an interview you did with me last week, if you're everyone's cup of tea, you're a mug, which I think sums it up perfectly. But when we look at you know, what you've done tonight, you've uh, proved a lot of people wrong who perhaps thought you'd been matched well, would question whether you could handle yourself at this level. Just, just give us your thoughts people on that.
5: People will always question me because of my vulnerability. And for those people who want to relate back to the Paynard fight, that was my 30th fight of my whole life. And I still come through. Still, you know, come through with flying colours. Then I had the rematch beat him convincingly. You had blips in your career. You know, better sooner rather than later. You'd rather have them early and go through that experience. And that's exactly what I've done. i come through it and had the rematch beat him with a torn tendon over 10 rounds. Torn tendon. I've done that. I had that torn tendon inspiring a week beforehand. I had to have it injected with cortisone. Still full. Because nobody, nobody really, I'm a fighter. Nobody really cares. Do you know what I mean? I thought I could beat him with one hand, and that's exactly what I've done.
2: Very limited amateur experience, as we all know, but you've said you could have had that easy life in Australia, but you've moved over here, you're a gym rat, you're visibly improving with every fight and every camp you have, aren't you?
5: Visibly. Don't let the materialistic luxury life I live fool you. I'm hungry like I come from the ends. I'm hungry like I come from nothing. I fight like a starving man. You know? You don't need to come from poverty. You don't have to come from having nothing to be a great fighter. You don't. In fact. I live a great life, I have a, such a blessed life. I ain't struggling. Yeah, I still fight like a starving man because that, that championship mindset, that hunger, that will to win, the desire to be great, that's, well, that's ambition. Don't let anyone say you can't achieve anything from whatever walk of life you come from. You can, you can do it with anything, from, from anything.
2: Outside of the ring, you've got a baby on the way. Tonight, inside the ring, you took a big step forward in your career. Avanisha and Kelly looking like it's going to happen early next year. The likes of Chris Congo. Eyes on more titles. What's next for you now, Conor?
5: I've just beat number 23 in the world. Former IBO world champion. I'm, I'm pushing on. Only domestic I'm interested in. The only domestic that the public keep talking about. Not Instagram. Not Twitter. Not Facebook. The general public is the Josh Kelly fight. That's the, only fight, that's the only fight I'm interested in. If not, get me Samuel Vargas. If not, get me Adrian Granados. If not, get me some of these top yanks. I'll have a bit of them. The only domestic I'm interested in is Josh Kelly. And it's not because I'm scared. Would I have fought a former world champion? No. Would I have fought someone who's just got 12 rounds with Sean Porter? No. I can, those fight people came and I'm scared. They're having a laugh, aren't they? Uh, they're having
2: a right laugh. I mean... Silly. Silly billys, all of them. Should Josh come through that fight with David? That's a huge fight at the end of 2021 for the European title, wasn't it? Well, let's have it. Uh, you know, whether a world title
5: is on the line or not, I'd like to have one more fight, warm-up. And then, not warm-up. As I said, don't need a warm-up. It's all these fighters going, oh, yeah, ring rust. There ain't no ring rust. Stop talking rubbish. There ain't no ring rust. If you've been in the gym and you've been grafting, there ain't no ring rust. The only way you got ring rust is if you've been down the pub having a few pints every weekend. So the only way there's ring rust. What about these fighters that fight two times a year like AJ? What, they're going to go, yeah, ring rust? Nah, stop
2: talking all that rubbish. Stay in the gym. We saw the interview you did with Sky during the week, the sacrifices you have to make. We know how much you're, you miss your family. Your dad was very impressed with your performance watching home tonight. Do you have any final messages to add for your family, for your supporters, just for a brilliant achievement tonight in tonight's main event?
5: I love you guys. I love my family at home. You know, I really miss you guys. And, you know, all this hard work will pay off. And later, for your 16th birthday, I'm buying you a car. I'm going to set you a budget, but I'm going to get you a nice car. Don't, don't push it, though. You know, maybe like... No, nothing too fancy. But I'm gonna get you a nice car for your 16th birthday. I love you, Leila.
2: Brilliant, Connor. congratulations. Enjoy tonight, enjoy that victory. We look forward to some big fights next year. Thank you. Well done.
3: Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO, free impartial advice on all your debt. This is Coogan Cassus for TV in association with MTK Global. Why are you looking at me like that?
4: Is it, is it Rambo that I'm talking to? No, it's
3: just Coogan. I want to talk to Rambo. Big Rambo, bro. Rambo. You're, a rather sm- yes. you're, you're a rather small heavyweight, aren't you? <laughs> well,
4: <laughs> I'm the smallest of the all, I'm the smallest of them all.
3: Right. Uh, first of all, congratulations, uh, great win over, over Tom Little. Uh, talk to me about your performance tonight.
4: Well, it was exactly what I said. I'm never going to lie to my savage army, you know We are getting your vast numbers, you know we are spreading wide, and I just got so many messages, you know, and I'm always touched to the, to my core and I'm always going to do this. I put myself in the way of danger for you guys, you know, so I know you respect that, and all oh, my army, I just love you.
3: Um, Tom Little looked very focused this week. You were very focused and direct in what you were going to do, and you delivered tonight in that way.
4: Yeah, he was scared. You know, he's gonna say that. I saw it in his eyes. You know, I, I left him. It was a good strategy. I left him in five days. He talked shit all over the media. You know? I couldn't stand it. But I was like, okay, we're gonna come. And then when I said to, to, to him on the press, he was stunned because he knew he did it. He just thought, Savage not gonna react. Fuck, he, he did react. You know, and I think he was done from that second. You know, he wasn't himself in the ring. But he could take a punch. That means he's prepared. You know, when people prepare nicely. They can take a punch, and I hit him with 50 power shots. <laughs> you know, nobody survives that with savage, but he did for two rounds. Yeah.
3: Eddie Hearn said in your post-fight interview with Sky that there are still questions, but every <laughs> every question <laughs> that really, you really. every question that you've been asked so far, you've answered. So he's got to give you credit for that, but there still will be some questions. But you don't like that, do you? No, I love it.
4: No, really, I do, I do. Not
3: him. I'm saying you don't like that kind no, of... No, no yeah. I love
4: that questions because, listen, if they talk about me, that means I'm doing something right. You know that. When you were starting, it wasn't all flowers, was it? So if they talk about me, that's good. You know, every publicity is good. I just don't understand. I get sad sometimes, you know. I get sad because just, they just keep saying the same stuff. I've been tra- tested six times in my six fights <laughs> and I'm knocking people out, my, my, I have six fights, I have tw- 12 rounds, what, what, how far, what faster can I do, I can't go faster than that. So I've just kind of said sometimes, but it's okay, you know, it's okay.
3: Is it about trying obviously now to step it up again, Eddie Hearns talking about you fighting on Dillian's card with Pavekin next month, again, you're looking to test yourself and to look for someone that potentially could give you rounds?
4: Well, listen, fans pick my fight. Fans pick Tom, Tom Little. You know, fans pick Shandell Winters. I didn't pick my fights. You no, know, Dillian just give me a name. I look at him, sorry. I look at him for three seconds and he's mine. I don't pick but whoever fans want to see me with. And if Dillian agrees with it, Eddie Hearns agrees with it, let's go. I'm ready. You know? I don't pick fights like my fellow Croatian.
3: You pretty much will just okay any fight, as long as your team I, I think did, it's right.
4: I did that already, so I, I, I don't have to prove it. They said, Shandella Winters, I was like, 13 wins, 12 knockouts. Okay, well, whatever, it's, it's a it's fight anyway, you know. So the better opponent is, the better I will be. You know, I so saw it. Tom Little was better than Kennedy. It was a pure fight. It was more pure punches, you know. And Shandella Winters was better than both of them. It was even better knockout. You know, So whenever, whoever you bring, I'm going to destroy Tom Little was too strong heavier than me. You know, I'm answering some questions in boxing because people forgot who the real heavyweight is. I'm the real heavyweight. Not them. They're too big, brother. They're CrossFit. They do CrossFit to lose their weight. How can you fight with a guy? I'm in the ring all of the time. I'm a fucking animal in the ring. You,
3: know? you fight today with that quick, intense pace that we're used to seeing from you. But you feel like you could breeze that over the eight rounds. No problem.
4: Yeah, of course. I know I can do it even harder. Believe me. Everybody who see me doesn't believe that. But that's the truth. I can do this for 15 rounds. I do it every, every single. Did you count my, my punches? I do 100 rounds per punches, every single sparring, every single round. That is six, eight, ten rounds, every single round. So I'm used to it. It's like walking up. I can't fight any differently. Let's go, World League!
3: I've got to say, it's very difficult to manually count punches when you're actually fighting like in your head, it's quite I difficult it to was, do that.
4: It was about...
3: 90. I'm not going to disagree with you, but yeah.
4: It was about 90, 94, 92. When the people do the maths or just tell me. I think it was about 90. Um,
3: it doesn't seem like an interview if we... Philip Hergovic's name isn't mentioned, but... The Do we keep Jones mentioning Jones his Jones. name until your listen, potential fight listen. with him happens one day?
4: Listen, Philip Hrgović is being haunted by the name Savage. That's what I want. You can ask me all the time. He bet against me. You know, he, he, he wrote messages to Tom Little like he's going to be an easy job. You know, there's no shit about boxing. What are you to tell something about boxing? He doesn't know nothing, believe me. He doesn't know. I'm a student of boxing. Since the first, since Jack Johnson, since even before him, I know everything. Every single fighter, you know that. Hundred years before, I know the fighters who they fought. But he doesn't know. He, he knows Tyson and Muhammad Ali, and who is he to, to make judgments? You see how he doesn't know shit about boxing. He thought Tom's gonna beat me. <laughs> that is a very smart fellow.
3: What Eddie hunt Tom, I'm coming? Come. <laughs> very brother.
4: It was a war, Thank you, brother. Tom Little is back in the Savage Army. Speak to, to him. Tom Little is back in the Savage Army. I'm proud to have him as my brother. You know, we things did get a little heated, you know?
5: Yeah. <laughs> what? listen, the Batman won on the night. I'll drop 100% for anybody that was following me and anyone that
3: thought I was on to say, The Batman won on the night, and listen, we congratulations. congratulations. We gave them a war. Listen, but we catch
0: the war. We gave a war. Yeah. I don't think a war was the right choice for me for
4: some reason, but other than that, it's not a man of my worth. Well done. You're really good, man. Thank you. Thank you, brother. You alright?
3: No. You want a gift on me? You alright? Alright. Right. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO, free impartial Um. advice on all your debt.